Oh my goodness. <laughs> Am I live, guys? If you, if this is like the first time I'm ever going live on YouTube, so I don't know if I'm <laughs> like live, live. Am I live? Yes. Okay. Phew. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I'm so nervous. I can't see, I cannot see anybody like who is live specifically. I see that there's two people on here. Um, so if you want to say hi in the chat, I'm like so excited and like can't believe this is happening. Um, I am, <laughs> I'm a hot mess. Okay, so if you know me, you know this is me and you know that I am a hot mess. So it is what it is. If you are here, if you're jumping on, if you're joining, let me know that you're here. Say hi in the comments. I am so excited. I'm so excited. Okay, so for those of you who are here, hola. Like I keep saying, oh my goodness, I cannot believe that we are here, that I'm live. Welcome to the last episode of season one. If you are just jumping on and don't know what I mean by season one, I you are on the Elevating La Cultura podcast. You are on the YouTube page for Elevating La Cultura. We had um, a great lineup of people that I interviewed for season one. And I am muy agradecida a todos who have listened to the first season of Elevating La Cultura. En serio, you have no idea how much it means to me, to everyone I interviewed, to everyone who listened, to everyone who commented. Seriously, it has meant so much. All the comments on Instagram, all the comments um, on YouTube, all the listens. I'm so thankful for the 275 downloads that we've had this season. Um, and as a business owner, we're supposed to celebrate our wins, something most of us entrepreneurs are not that good at doing. We always are go, 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 and on to the next thing. And I've done that with every single business that I've built. So after 10 years of not being good at celebrating, I'm going to celebrate this first podcast season. So celebramos juntos. Um, let's see. I am going to see if I can make this lighting situation better. And yes, I know I'm live. I know I already started, but that's just how it is. Let's see. Okay, here we go. Okay, there we go. This is much better. Okay, ya me puedes ver. Ya me puedes ver, okay. So, celebramos. I know that Latinas are always ready for the hustle. We're always ready to cheer each other on and pour into one another. And that is what I have loved about every single person that I've interviewed. Some I have known for years since I started my photography business and others I met within the past few years, but each and every one has been willing not only to collaborate or refer business, but they've also become my friends. Uh, so as I've mentioned in previous episodes, most of the guests that I met 
have been through the wedding industry. So I want to share a story from when I was a new wedding photographer in Chicago. And this is where the chisme happens. So if you're our, if you're on here live, you're getting the chisme live. But so I said it was when I was a new wedding photographer, maybe a little bit more than new is maybe five years into building our photography business. Um, think back in like 2014. And a lot of people ask about the bridezilla stories. Even other couples are interested in knowing what the high stress situations can bring out. I mean, there's no shortage of reality shows in general, but wedding reality shows really pique the interest differently, especially if you're not married yet. I mean, I watched that show uh, Love is Blind, like la that aired last year. And what's the latest one? Love at First Sight, I think is what it's called. I mean, I watched Say Yes to the Dress back when I was younger. So yeah, people want to know what goes on at weddings or they want to know the stories. So like a lot of weddings, this wedding story starts in the spring. So you can picture the wedding season is just getting started and the promise of a full year is ahead with amazing couples, which is what any vendor, wedding vendor wants. Uh, this specific wedding is on May 5th. Yes, I said May 5th. Cinco de Mayo. And I'm sure as you listen, you might be rolling your eyes because you know that like in the US Cinco de Mayo is celebrated with what? Half price margaritas and taco trays as people pretend to celebrate Mexico. And so this wedding was no different. The couple was super upfront with us. They said, we know we aren't Mexican, but we just really love tequila. Well, okay then. Most people, you know, they wouldn't care. And if you're in the wedding industry, you're like, well, yeah, that's awesome. A, a Saturday in May for wedding vendors is just a Saturday in May, like a day to work. Usually people are happy uh, if they have like a full May lineup every Saturday booked in May, sometimes even Friday. Except I was the photographer and they were looking and talking directly to my Mexican face. And I think they knew or else they wouldn't have given that disclaimer. We know we aren't Mexican, but we just really love tequila. But I said nothing. My husband, who I built the, our wedding business with, my second photographer even gave me like a side eye. But I kept a cool look and kept chatting without missing a beat, which after years of microaggressions, like that, it was pretty easy to keep, just keep going. So I photographed that wedding. It started out pretty basic, getting ready, church ceremony, portraits downtown around the lake. Then we got to the trolley. And as we were headed to the reception, we passed through a predominantly Puerto Rican neighborhood, which then the already tipsy Little bit drunk, wedding party proceeded to cheer loudly as they saw people gathered in a park. 
And I was annoyed since, you know, Cinco de Mayo is not a Puerto Rican holiday, but I wasn't surprised. The reception, when we got there, welcomed everyone with tequila shots. And the speeches started, when the speeches started, a dollar store sombrero made its way around the guests to sit on top of whoever was giving the speech. I held my tongue. I smiled, I laughed, I took pictures of it all, como si nada, as if it was nothing. And as we were packing up at the end of the night, I looked back to the dance floor where someone had proceeded to dance around the sombrero that was on the floor. I left annoyed, but I went to photograph the rest of the season However, I couldn't shake this feeling. I mean, when your identity is mocked right in front of you with no remorse, you have to ask yourself, how did you get here? How did I get here? You've heard me say, if you've listened to the past episodes, that most of the people that I've interviewed for this first season, I met through the wedding industry. And also, I say pretty often that when I met Mariana, Vanessa, Veronica, Jasmine, I wanted to get to know them more and hang out with them more because I felt that connection to them right away. Like they knew me in a way that most people didn't. I didn't share this story with anyone for years. It wasn't until recently that I shared to a few, a few select people, Jasmine, who you hear in episode uh, four, was one of them. And now all of you who are listening to the podcast uh, know the story. But I was so used to swallowing microaggressions and blatant racism. And I didn't grow up even knowing how to name it when it was happening to me. Only recently have I been able to even recount the many stories I've experienced throughout the years when I endured racist remarks or actions. For those of you who don't know me, I'll take this time to share some basics about me. My name is Karina, obviously intended to be pronounced in Spanish, but I've had my name mispronounced and made fun of since childhood. I've heard Katrina, Karina, Corina. I've had the song Karina Karina sung to me on numerous occasions and it's never been funny. I have a husband, Michael, and two kids, Elena and Elias, that I homeschool. And as you know, I'm a photographer in Chicago who loves a good cheeseburger, and Chicago has some great ones. And yes, I know Chicago is known for pizza and hot dogs, but don't go forgetting about the burger. Chicago has some great gourmet burger places, and I know quite a bit of them. I'm also a daughter of an immigrant. My father immigrated to the U.S. in his teens. My first language was Spanish. I learned English on Sesame Street. My father worked tirelessly to build a nice life for his family, at some points working three jobs just to provide for us. My mother was a stay-at-home mom. My parents were on their way to living the American dream. I was the firstborn, and by the time my sister was born when I was four, my father had his own business, and we were living in the suburbs of Chicago, close to Indiana. 
I grew up in the suburbs. I went to a public school, and during my childhood years, it was a primarily white community. I worked hard, got good grades, honors even, all to make my family proud. And being the oldest in a Mexican home comes with responsibilities, and one of those was to be among the first to go to a university. So I took my father's work ethic and transferred it to my studies. Growing up in a Mexican home also meant strict rules. So if you heard me talk with um, Vanessa in episode 10, strict rules. So I didn't have a lot of friends to distract me from my studies. Grades and academics always came first. And it paid off. I was the first to graduate from a university in a small rural town in Michigan. I kept a high GPA so I could keep my scholarships. I was a great token Mexican student. I assimilated well. My family was proud. However, the one thing I realized along the way was that I was losing my culture. It started in grade school when the kids found out I could speak Spanish and it was like a quiz show asking me to say something in Spanish and say something else. They would ask me what I would eat for the holidays, wondering if it was the same as them. And I played their game until I was tired of being asked the same questions, of being laughed at, and I refused to speak Spanish. People told me, people told me, oh, you speak well for a Mexican. You don't have an accent. Or, you're a good Mexican. I'd be okay if you married my son. Yes, okay, not, that was not said to me by my current mother-in-law. I love my current mother-in-law. However, I guess I should say, the mother-in-law I have now is my only mother-in-law. Yeah, I, I said that. <laughs> that was not said by my mother-in-law, I should say. However, Along the way, I had compartmentalized my life so that I could fit comfortably into spaces that I occupied. I don't know if that sounds familiar to anyone or resonates with anyone. I would enjoy my family time in Mexico once a year, hang out with my cousins when they would visit or spend the summer. But as soon as school started, it was back to speaking English and assimilating. I was tired. I realized that part of my legacy could be lost if I didn't change the narrative and find a way to elevate my culture instead of hiding it. Now I got really good at letting the comments roll off my back. We've all heard the phrase sticks and stones, blah, blah, blah. Especially as women, we get really good at turning the other cheek. So I kept trucking along, being that token Mexican, keeping my head down and ignoring the microaggressions, working hard, just like my father, building a successful business until there was that one thing, the tipping point. For me, it was that Cinco de Mayo wedding. After that, it got harder and harder to turn the other cheek. At this point, I had kids and I thought about what they would they would have to endure if they would ever get to a point where they would have to end up just turning the other cheek or worse joining in on the jokes 
So here I am. Not only did I pivot my wedding business to now selling fine art photography from photos I take in Mexico, but I created this platform, this podcast, this space, so that I can tell you, you don't have to turn the other cheek anymore. And there are other people who can relate to your experiences and your story. Like I said in episode two, when I started this podcast, I believe a conversation builds relationships. It deepens understanding. It helps develop empathy. Conversations form connections that not only help us grow, but empower others to step into their own purpose. The wisdom and encouragement that has been shared throughout this whole season is given through the experiences of being Latina. We are navigating life along with all the complexities of being Latinas in the U.S. And we're all willing to help the next generation because representation matters. When I looked at the photography world, specifically fine art photography world, I didn't find anyone that was doing the specific thing that I'm doing, telling the stories of Mexico and Mexican cities through photography and then offering it framed and packaged so you can have it in your home, hanging proud of your culture. No one was doing that. So don't think that what your strength is or interest is, is weird or not important. Remember that representation matters, your story matters, and your specific cultural legacy matters. Whatever you're passionate in life, just get started. I think that's my most given advice when people ask me what they should do first. I say just start. And like many of the guests this season have said, just take that first step. Start taking pictures. Start cooking or baking and post it on social media. Create that t-shirt. Start with that first stroke of your calligraphy pen. Create your first bouquet. Whatever you see yourself doing, just take that first step. You will grow. You might pivot along the way and that is okay. Vanessa shared in episode 10 that she used the knowledge that she gained building her first business to pivot and launch something that is so much more meaningful to her now. So if you have a passion, but think that you don't have it all figured out yet, that's okay. Take people along on the journey as you figure it out. Luisa in episode five used her background in journalism to build an amazing brand that celebrates Latinx culture and has brought thousands of people together. All the stories that I've shared, like Isa in episode three, Gabriela in episode seven, Senya in episode eight, have literally built a business that is centered around their roots and family. And that is literally the goal, to break through the assimilation, to break through past experiences and rewrite the narrative so you can create a legacy for your children that elevates your culture now and for the future. I love how Lorena and Suheidi shared about their store Mestiza because they've taken that ancestral energy and created a business that excites them because they're able to do it by including their culture in their brand and making sure other people feel like part of their familia too. My father taught me generosity. 
not just generosity when it comes to money, but also with my time, making sure that when I was with people, they felt heard, loved, and taken care of. He taught me to be generous with my own knowledge and to always be giving back and helping others as I went along on my own journey. I feel like that same generous spirit is present in the Latinx community. We want to help each other succeed because when one of us succeeds, we all succeed. It starts with vulnerability, in sharing a piece of our stories and finding connection to dig a little deeper. Their stories, like mine, are complex, a work in progress, and beautiful all at once. So I hope you find connection, encouragement, and hope in sharing your story as well. And I thank you so, so much for coming along with me for season one. And I'm excited to continue sharing stories in the next season featuring Latinas in the health and wellness space. You guys, it's so good. I'm so excited. I already recorded episode one and have an amazing lineup of women who are ready to share their story when it comes to health and wellness. So if you liked this episode or video, or if you're on YouTube, please give it a like. Click that like button. Click that like, that thumbs up button. And subscribe to my channel. Push that subscribe button. I think it's over here on the top. If you're listening on a podcast app, please give it a five-star rating and review. I know you hear it on all the podcasts and I'm going to start saying it too. It really does help other people find my podcast and help more people hear stories of Latinas sharing real, their real life and encouraging the next generation. So if you're watching live, you get to be the first to hear me announce my giveaway as we transition from season one into season two. And like I said, vamos a celebrar the, the season one with a giveaway. So I'm going to be giving away a set of these jarrito mugs. Perfect for um, café de olla, chocolate caliente, your cafecito, your atole. I'm going to be also giving a sticker pack or my prints in sticker form. And I'm also going to be giving a $25 gift card. So the Jarrito mugs, a little sticker pack that I will send to you and a $25 gift card. I'm going to be giving that away uh, to celebrate my first season. But I need you guys to do some stuff first. And we'll see who the winner is. So number one, subscribe to my YouTube channel. You're already here if you're watching this. If you're not, if you're listening, it's Elevating La Cultura on YouTube, number one. Okay, follow me on IG. I am on there. I am posting almost every day. I am sharing in stories. I am lifting up other podcasts, other brands. Follow me on IG at Elevating La Cultura. See, easy. Subscribe to YouTube, Elevating La Cultura. Follow me on IG at Elevating La Cultura. And... Give me a little rating on Apple Podcasts because that is what's going to help more people hear this message. So three things. And if you want a bonus, if you want a bonus entry, you can sign up for the newsletter. 
that is found on elevatinglacultura.com slash contact. Like I said, I'm so thankful for each and every one who has listened, who has liked, who has shared, who has, will be rating on Apple Podcasts, who signed out for the newsletter. I am so thankful for each and every one who is here on this journey as I start. So you guys, like I, I take my own advice. Just start. It is scary. It is hard. I mess up along the way. I find my footing again, and I keep on going. And that's all there is to it. Keep on going. Make that first step and find a community that's going to be there encouraging you and lifting you up. And I have a whole season of amazing Latinas who are willing to help and lift you up. So go on, enjoy the rest of your day, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening. Y nos vemos next season. All right. Thank you so much. Adiós.